This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8.56 a.m. and you are watching Aurora Weather here on Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It is Friday and we have made it. Uh, the end of a great week is here and with us we have a lot of weather to talk about. Now I know what you're thinking. You can see behind me, you see the report. You're thinking to yourself, Curtis, does that four-letter word behind you that starts with an S and ends with a W spell snow? It does. How that will affect us and what we can expect from said report of snow, we will talk about that right now. Thank you guys for watching. We've got a great show for you as well this morning. Once again, the weather comes from the National Weather Service of Chicago, delivered to you here on Aurora Weather on Good Morning Aurora. So, uh, slippery travel is possible this evening. Indeed, not only possible, likely. Let's talk about what to expect. As we can see right here, rain to periods of snow localized accumulations of a coating of up to one inch and temperatures falling into the 20s and northerly gusts up to 30 to 35 miles per hour. Now we call that a humdinger where I come from. There's another one coming soon. Uh, what can we can expect through this period of snow? Right here, reduced visibility, okay? Next up, slippery travel particularly bridges and overpasses. Now we talked about bridges and overpasses a lot, remember that? Oh, they're the first thing to freeze when it gets cold. Why? Because they're elevated. See? Now, uh, when's this going to go? From 5 p.m. till midnight. Okay? Earliest start in far northeast to the far northern Illinois uh, corner, and then latest start in east central Illinois and northwest Indiana. What's uncertain? How quickly temps fall while snow is still falling? Did you catch that? So when the snow is falling, right, when it's happening, how, how fast are the temps going down? Mm, doesn't it feel cool? All right, now if temps drop into the 20s, some roads may turn slick. Now we know that oil and other uh, drippings off the car, all that mixes and becomes uh, slippery as well. What should you do? I'm glad you asked. You should stay tuned for forecast updates. And you should also plan ahead for possible travel impacts. Now, if you know that you got to be at work at 8, you don't leave the house at 7.55, right? You leave at 7.40, something like that. Make sure that you get there. If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you are late. This map, as you can see, shows us the main threat area for slippery travel. So, you see the light blue? Because this is water. It's just black. See the light blue? Right? All this is the threat area for slippery travel. Now here's Chicago, here's Elgin, so we're like right here. We are in the threat area, ladies and gentlemen. So once again, stay tuned to the National Weather Service of Chicago for more weather updates the rest of the day. And now for the forecast. So let's chop it up, let's chop it up, let's chop this up. It's a lot to cover right here. Colder starts of the weekend. Now, when we started off on Monday, Remember, it was like a little bit of 60 here, like a 58 right there. Things have changed. 
Uh, today, as we can see here, daytime high of 50 degrees, a daytime low of 43 degrees, turning sharply colder in the afternoon. Yikes. We can expect a mostly sunny day. However, clouds are increasing. Going into this evening, 25 degrees for the nighttime high, 18 degrees for the nighttime low. Now, when I step over here, what do you see? Boop, boop, snow. I mean, hey, it's out of my hands. Now, going into tomorrow, 37 degrees for the daytime high, 33 degrees for the daytime low. An overwhelmingly sunny day tomorrow, partly cloudy. That partly cloudiness brings us into the nighttime. 32 degrees for the nighttime high on Saturday uh, night, 26 degrees for the nighttime low on Saturday night. Now, Saturday night appears to be a rather calm night, no snow predicted, okay? Going into Sunday, 58 degrees for the daytime high on Sunday, 52 degrees for the daytime low on Sunday. Sunday will also be a mostly cloudy, well, we'll call that partly cloudy, partly sunny day. The emoji is the same size, so we'll call that partly. And then the uh, uh, 58 degree daytime brings us into a nighttime temperature on Sunday night of 37 degrees with a nighttime low of 32 degrees on Sunday night. Now, let's do the additional details, then we'll do the recap. Additional details, snow showers develop uh, Friday afternoon, which is today, as a strong cold front rapidly drops temperatures from north to south. We knew that. Thin band of lake effect snow will set up in far northeastern Illinois Friday night. Okay, that's the second humdinger I promised you guys. So let's recap. Today, daytime high of 50 degrees, a daytime low of 43 degrees. Uh, once again, it's gonna get cooler this afternoon and uh, snow will begin tonight. Tomorrow, Saturday, 37 degrees for the daytime high, 33 degrees for the daytime low, and going into Sunday, 58 degrees for the uh, daytime high, 52 degrees for the daytime low on Sunday. So we're at 50 degrees today, and by Sunday we'll be at 58. Um, that bit of warmth will be appreciated. Once again, this is the weather report for you guys here on Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Today, we have a great show for you this morning. Our guest is executive director of NAMI KDK, Sarah Gray. There is a shorter version of the show today. We don't have trivia today, but stay tuned for a great show.
morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 9.04 a.m. and you are listening to and watching Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It's Friday. We made it and we have a fantastic show and interview for you guys today. My guest is Sarah Gray, the executive director of NAMI KDK, NAMI Kane, DuPage, and Kendall. Correct? Yes, Kane South, DeKalb, and Kendall. Kane South, DeKalb, and Kendall here on the show to talk about mental health and other great things like this fantastic calendar of events as well. How are you this morning? I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. Good morning. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, now, we've talked and I've seen a lot of the material that NAMI has put out, mm-hmm. um, many different themes such as ending the stigma and also increasing access, increasing knowledge, and increasing resources about mental health. Um, so to start off with, how are those efforts um, at the moment here in Aurora and Kane County? How are those things shaping up? Well, so we do a couple different buckets of services, right? So we do support groups free in the community. We do mental health education and we do community presentations okay. and it's free and available for anyone that wants to participate Okay. without eligibility requirements. So many great things about that. A lot of people have experienced, uh, you know, those requirements are different barriers. So to mm-hmm. have that that access and once again, free access as well yes. is powerful, very mm-hmm. powerful. Um, now, there's an event coming up tomorrow. The uh, Kindle in-person connection support group uh, is taking place mm-hmm. at the top of the uh, top of the agenda at the Oswego Library. I've noticed you guys are in many different places. <laughs> so it's at the Oswego Montgomery branch on like 1,111 Reading Road. Okay. So it's over back behind where the Coles is and the JCPenney's over there is. Okay. I think there's a Benny's. So it's back there. It's, so when we say Oswego Library, we also sometimes think of the downtown Oswego, but it's the Montgomery branch. Okay, got it. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, now, how long have you been executive director? And, and uh, tell us about your uh, your journey to NAMI. Oh, sure. So it's, it's going on three years. And how I found my way to NAMI is um, it's been about eight years for me. So my daughter um, had a mental health crisis when she was 20. She was at Wabansee Junior College here in Aurora, and she went into the guidance counselor office and um, told the counselor that she was having thoughts of suicide, and she left by ambulance. And the guidance counselor, she, Lexi gave permission to call me. Mm-hmm. And the guidance counselor gave me a call, and I met them at the hospital. And that was the very beginning. How I learned about NAMI was my husband works for the University of Chicago. And after her hospitalization, we went for follow-up care. And my husband, Sheldon, and I were very lost. And the psychologist gave us a folder. And um, in there was information about NAMI. And so we started going to a family support group and we took a class called Family to Family. And that was like a life preserve for me and my family. And that's how I got introduced to, and started on this eight year journey that we've been on. Wow. Yeah, I used to be a special ed teacher and then I worked for Head Start for a lot of years. Okay. And I retired during uh, COVID and I started volunteering at our local NAMI affiliate, okay. NAMI KDK. Right. And um, in the middle of COVID, 
I took a part-time role as executive director with NAMI KDK. So that's how I am here today. And recently, um, in the last two years, I've been working full-time. All right. And I do it with two lovely, beautiful people, Kim Membane and Louisa Cicero. So there's three of us that work Mm -hmm. at our affiliate. We have amazing volunteers, and we have an amazing board. That's great. That's yeah. great. Uh, you, you guys really do. And uh, so many of you who are part of the Good Morning Aurora family and see us in the community and, and work with us, like outside of the show, know that, um, you know, the names that she mentioned are people who are dedicated in the community all the time. We see them all the time. Um, Luisa has been on Buenos Dias Aurora, um, I think two or three times. And a lot of the different staff, um, you know, Amanda and so many great people with NAMI and affiliated with NAMI have been part of our you know, friends of ours for a real long time. So um, I appreciate the continuity and see the works that you guys do on a daily basis. So I think you guys are doing good work. Yeah, thank you. We've had several interns that have come and visited us. Amanda was an intern. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Karina <laughs> was yep. an intern. Karina and Mendez. So, yeah, so we have had, that's one thing that we do have if you are interested in an internship. We do often do interns. And they take trainings with NAMI Illinois for support group and education. And so our interns often stay with us and mm-hmm. our family. And so that's some of the people <laughs> that you've met, right? Yeah, so absolutely. They're part of our community for sure. Absolutely. Uh, now, what are some of the, um, as we, let's, let's look ahead real quick. The time is mm-hmm. uh, 9, 10 a.m. What are some of the big challenges and also the big goals for this year for NAMI, KDK? Well, I went to Washington, D.C. for our executive director um, conference, and um, this summer we're going to have our, our national conference in Colorado. Okay. And last year, one of the goals was diversity. And so we took that, and we grant wrote, and we brought Spanish programs for the first time well, with an actual full-time staff member, right. like, dedicated to it, right? And we brought on Kim. And Kim leads our BIPOC programming, our veterans programming, our LGBTQ plus programming. And Louisa leads our Spanish pro- education and support groups right. and community presentations. This year, we've been tackling youth and family. And so typically historically we've been working with adults except for ending the silence program that we do in junior highs and high school okay last year we piloted with um stephanie burrell hughes um a therapist teen support groups okay and so last year we started with one and this year we're doing three so we have one virtually one in aurora one in oswego um and the kids cross the boundaries, right? Sometimes they don't want to go right. to the group in their where they live, and that is fine. We don't care where you live. You can come to any group, regardless of where it's held. Right. It's open to anybody without eligibility. So we've been doing that. We are expanding Ending the Silence, and last year NAMI National announced that NAMI on campus could be brought to high schools. So NAMI on campus is like a mental health club. I and, like that. Right, right. So we're hoping that local high schools 
and local junior colleges and universities would want to have a NAMI on campus. We haven't done it yet. Um, Through grant writing, we're going to bring on a person for education, youth, and family to kind of work on these initiatives. Mm -hmm. So they'll start pretty soon. We'll start interviewing. So we're excited about that. Okay. I think that will be some area of new growth next year and then also expanding what we started last year with groups that reflect our community and you know we're starting with goals for our board that the board reflects our community that our volunteers reflect our community our interns and our groups so that we have safe places to discuss mental health and our families and ourselves right right Absolutely. Now, the website is uh, for anyone interested in any of this information or becoming a volunteer and signing up with that. NAMIKDK.org is the uh, website that you guys can go to for more information. And once again, the calendar of events is also live on uh, NAMIKDK.org uh, as well. You did mention the um, the Spanish Connection Group by Luisa. When was when does that when are the dates for that? They, they happen twice a month twice and they're a month. in okay. partnership with coffee. Okay. We trained um, 10 individuals um, in our community with El Paso, Texas. So we're really excited. We have a Great. couple groups happening in Aurora in person. Great. And then NAMI Illinois has virtual groups. So okay. it's very exciting. We're really happy. And a lot of our Aurora community members help with those groups mm-hmm. in person and virtually. Good to know. Good to yeah. know. Uh, now, you mentioned that it's it's been an eight year journey for you as well, mm-hmm. and it was the um, the initial class that you took. Um, Nami family to family, family to family. Now, um, being executive director of Nami now, uh, do you still work within family to family? Have you expanded family to family uh, since you you know you learned about it since then? <laughs> how has that program um, stayed the same, changed, or what's sure. up with that? Sure. So. Um, NAMI Family to Family is like very close to my heart. It's probably one of our fav- my favorite programs that we do. Okay. And um, I trained with uh, Terry Ladder with NAMI Illinois. Yeah. And during COVID, I did them online. So I became trained as a facilitator. And last year, we taught our very first family to family course in person. Okay. And we did it at St. Mark's in Aurora. And this year, I started this Wednesday our very first class at our site. Um, 400 Mercy Lane in Aurora. It's in the Circle Drive uh, by the hospital. Mm -hmm. We're in the same building as Gateways, Um, Inc., uh, Mental Health Board, the the Aurora 708 Board, and their uh, rural counties. They give us in-kind space. So we're holding our meeting there. It's eight weeks, and it's for families. And when we say family, it's anyone that loves somebody. So it could be a parent, it could be a spouse, sure. a sibling, a grandparent, um, a lover, whoever that yeah. loves somebody. And we, it's eight weeks and it's free. And we're meeting on Wednesday nights okay. um, from 6 to 8.30. And I'm teaching it with an intern that graduated, Corey. So okay. him and I are teaching it together. All right. And so if you're interested, you can actually email me. And my email is my name, so S-A-R-A-G-R-A-Y at notmekdk.org, and we'll have our sex, second class um, next Wednesday. Okay. Uh, so the, uh, Wednesday the 28th mm-hmm. is the next one. 
is the next class. And then after that, the next one is Wednesday, March 6th. And once again, the calendar of invite, the calendar events is on NAMIKDK.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, the time is 9.16 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And our guest today is Executive Director of NAMI KDK, Sarah Gray. Uh, good morning, Brissa. Our dear friend Brissa is here. Uh, you're welcome for the weather. You know, I, I love delivering <laughs> the weather. Devin Soto, good morning to you as well. Ruby Sue is here. Ruby Sue will be doing the weather um, exclusively for one week coming very soon. I won't even be doing it for a while. Um, uh, Jamar, good morning to you. Michael Gonzalez, good morning. Jen Mendoza, Aisa Saxon, and Luz. Uh, so good to see you guys. And also Daniel Calderon, good morning to all you great people out there. We made it to Friday. Um, so I wonder, in your experience and ongoing experience, um, what is what are maybe two from what you've heard what are two um two reasons why people are reluctant to seek mental health mental health we want to end the stigma mm-hmm. associated with it um in your experience what have you heard for reasons why people are reluctant to speak up or reach out or attempt to make those connections well First of all, I want to acknowledge that stigma is really real. And so people have felt, you know, prejudice and things by their diagnosis. So that is real. Those feelings surrounding that is real. But what I would like to stress is that at NAMI, we believe telling our stories helps end stigma. And that shame and guilt isn't helpful for people to become well. Right. And that silence isn't useful. And so, honestly, we want people to share their stories as they feel comfortable, what they feel safe with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, with my family, it runs in my family. I have, um, my father had, he was one of 11, and I had an aunt that had schizophrenia and an aunt that had bipolar. And I have 47 first cousins, big Scottish family, and it's runs in my family. Like there's depression, there's, there's all kinds of diagnoses. And so I'm one of six kids, I'm the baby, and my daughter has a diagnosis. So, you know, it runs, one in five individuals will have experienced a mental health crisis in their, in their life. So when you're standing in Starbucks and you look around, you, you see people that have experienced something. Right. And so it's in our communities, and really the only way we're going to be able to handle it is if we tackle it together. And really one of our most used phrases is you're not alone. Right. And so that's our belief that if together, collectively, we can make it better. I think, uh, no, I I agree with that. I Mm -hmm. definitely concur. Uh, One of the ways that we can do that as a a city and as a people is by – once, once you, if you hear something that can benefit somebody in regards to resources, put people in connection right. with that. You know, send, we're in a really fast, digitized, and um, uh, an age of sharing. So we can send the link real quick. We can register immediately. We can do things like scan QR codes to kind of get this information out there and make sure that people can benefit from it. Um, how can I get one of those pins? I can give you one. Okay, cool. 
Cool. Times 920. I have to ask about that. Make sure, you know, the important stuff first, right? <laughs> I like So that. they are available on the NAMI.org, the national website. There right. is like an actual store. So there's some like NAMI swag, of course. All right. All right. Very cool. Uh, I've noticed that services and accessibility has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's another thing, too. So this is me kind of giving kudos to the organization, too. You know, it. it I do remember a time where so many services were wrapped up. We talk about eligibility. So much of what was available to a person, an individual or a family, was only between the hours of 8 to 5. Mm. You, know, you had to go there, and the um, there was there was a lack of uh, a continuation of services or furthering those services or making services accessible, accessible outside of those normal business hours. Um, I do appreciate that NAMI does not have that kind of approach at all. I mean, from the hybrid to the in-person stuff, there's a whole lot of opportunity for people to come and take part and share. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's to be celebrated. It really is. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we learned that lesson during COVID, and we decided to keep that model mm-hmm. because of the fact that people have children, they have their caretakers, they have jobs, and sometimes transportation as a challenge. Right. So we try to be mindful of what locations we choose for our in-person. And then we always try to offer a virtual option. Okay. So because of the fact that we want to make it as accessible as possible, that is why we've kept that model. And we are going to embrace that model moving forward because of the fact that especially when you or yourself are dealing with a mental health crisis, it may be hard to leave your home. Right. And so you can join by your phone or your iPad or, or your laptop, you know, or you can come in person. You know, we, we hear both. Really, some people want to come in person and connect. Mm-hmm. And then other people are, like, very grateful to have the virtual option so they can still come. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. The time is nine twenty-two. So, how can uh, besides the events that we see here on the calendar, will Nami be at any other uh, community things taking place this year in, in uh, downtown Aurora going forward? Perhaps tomorrow we're going to be at the library, at the Santori Mondo. Library. Santori. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Foster and some other community members are hosting an event for mental health. Okay. And substance. Um, so they're talking about the intersectionality of those two things together, and they okay. invited us to have a table. So if you decide to step by the library tomorrow, you can say hi to Louisa and I. And Kim, at the same time, we're pretty busy. Kim will be running okay. the Connection Support Group. So we've got a couple things going on Saturday. I would love to ask you all to mark your calendars for October 5th. We'll be having our second NAMI Walk. Okay. Yeah. The NAMI Walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the purpose of the NAMI Walk? So we don't charge any fees. Mm-hmm. So for any of our support groups or any of the materials that we purchase or driving to locations to do anything, all of that is provided by our grants and by our fundraising and private donations. Right. Okay. Uh, so take part in the NAMI Walk. We've shared the NAMI Walk flyer for a few years now. <laughs> Since the history of Good Morning Aurora, we've been sharing that flyer. So that's pretty cool. We'll be four years this year. So that's four years of sharing that information. That's that's awesome. Um, and the event for 
um, with Bill Foster at the library. What time is that event? I believe it starts at 1130, but don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, (laughs) Substance abuse and mental disorder. Mental health? Mental health conditions, yeah. Mental the inter- conditions. Like talking about the intersectionality of that. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll uh, we look forward to that. I think I have that flyer. I think we have that flyer scheduled, too. So that'll mm-hmm. probably post today on, on some of our social media. Uh, the time is 924. So as we as we begin to um, wrap things up, and I do appreciate that that call to action to, um, uh, to get folks out there. Let's talk about the team. So we have uh, Kim, who is a veteran and runs the PIPOC Connections. Mm-hmm. Louisa does um, Spanish Connections. Mm-hmm. And are we still looking for more team members? Yeah. So in the next year, we're going to be hiring somebody for our youth okay. to work on expanding Ending the Silence for our junior high and high school. Right. It has three modules. It has the students one, a staff, okay. and parents. And it's a presentation with a guest speaker that talks about a young adult that talks about their journey. Okay. And that has been very successful. We collaborated with the regional office for education for Kane County. And we've done a lot of special education classrooms this year between from Aurora all the way to Elgin Dream Academy. So we've done a lot of those. Okay. And so we want to hire somebody to expand that even farther. And then the NAMI on campus that I talked about with on um, colleges and high school campuses. And then to help with our expansion of our family support group and education and the teens. So that that role I've been kind of doing in addition to being an executive director. And so we've been grant writing for that and we're going to open that role next year. All right. We'll be hiring for it this spring or this summer. So we're excited. Opportunities are abounding and coming up with our dear friends of NAMI KDK. So uh, stay tuned for that. If you or someone you know can benefit from this information, is looking for a career change or something to get involved with, uh, something to get involved with, really meaningful in the community, NAMI KDK. Um, so the show ends on a on a positive note. What is your message today for the people of Aurora and the KDK area? That you're not alone. You know, I can speak from personal experience that getting connected with others that have the same life experience as you really helps you through those hard times. And mental illness, mental health conditions, we cycle in and out of wellness, right? Right. And so we want you to know where your resources are and where your community is so that you can be part of a community and not feel alone. Right. Uh, very important words and very heartfelt words from our friend, Executive Director of NAMI KDK, Sarah Gray. We hope that you guys enjoyed this show. As mentioned, this is going to be a shorter show today. We are off to East Aurora High School to talk to the youth about finding your future. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so this is going to be a, a great rest of the day. I hope that you guys enjoyed Good Morning Aurora all this week. We've got more great, amazing content for you guys coming up next week. We'll bring the trivia question back next Friday as well so that you guys can take part in that. And also don't forget that the R.J. Ogren interview, an interview with the living legend, uh, former Disney artist, is live on our YouTube channel as well. So please subscribe to that. I hope that you guys have a safe, fantastic positive and blessed weekend and good morning aurora will return next week with more news more weather and the very best of aurora take care of yourself and each other
weather and really cool energy. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m.